0: Farm News and Views podcast is supported by Stoats Equipment of Cortez. Stoats sells and repairs John Deere, Steel, and Honda products and repairs all small engines. They are parts experts for many brands. If you need a part, Stoats likely has it in stock or can get it the next day. This is Bob Bragg with the Farm News and Views report for the week of February 5th. A Reuters News Service article about increasing resistance in weeds that impact crop production in the U.S. caught my attention recently. The article stated that many weeds are developing resistance to herbicides like Roundup, produced by AG, and over 70 herbicides at chemical company Cortiva Markets. According to the article, weeds are evolving resistance faster than these companies can change their formulations to combat them. Reports of herbicide resistance have cascaded since the first reported case of herbicide resistance in the United States in 1964, when field bindweed in Kansas was found to be resistant to the common broadleaf herbicide 2,4-D. By 1970, the weedy plant common ground soil was found to be resistant to atrazine, a common herbicide in the trizine class of chemicals that has been used to control weeds in corn, sugarcane, sorghum, and pineapples since the 1960s. Scientists report that beginning in the 1980s, the number of resistant weed biotypes began increasing rapidly in the U.S. and worldwide. Resistance to one or more of the 25 herbicide families has been observed in at least 65 weed species in the U.S., And the International Herbicide-Resistant Weed Database reports that there are currently 530 unique cases of herbicide-resistant weeds globally. And weeds have evolved resistance to 168 different herbicides in 100 crops in 72 countries. So far, no magic bullet has been developed. Already, 21 weed species globally have shown resistance to dicamba, the most recent major US chemical, which was made available to farmers in 2017, but which has also been implicated in numerous cases of pesticide drift from application sites to adjacent fields and orchards, causing thousands of dollars in damage to those non-target crops. Not only are many weed species very adaptable to a variety of soil and climates, they're able to produce a lot of seed, which helps them to spread. For example, the common weed kochia spreads as many as 30,000 seeds per plant, which can cut soybean yields by 70% if it's not controlled. But many scientists expect weed problems to worsen because some weeds show resistance to chemicals even on the first exposure to herbicides. If farmers don't control these surviving weed populations of resistant weeds, they're likely to make weed control more difficult over time. Up until the late 1950s and early 1960s, farmers control weeds by mechanical cultivation using hoes or equipment drawn by either horses or tractors that disturb the soil in between the crop rows and killing the weeds in between the crop. Some farmers are quick to point out that no weeds are resistant to steel, so in additional cultivation, good farmers often walk crop rows to rogue out surviving weeds. hire teenagers to do the job. However, when chemical control of weeds became commonplace in the 1950s and 60s, many farmers became complacent about weed control. When a few weeds were left standing in their fields, they didn't worry since most of the weeds were gone with one pass of a sprayer. Besides, less time cultivating fields allowed them to rent more land and spread their investment in equipment across more acres. The bottom line is that in the future, farmers may need to pay closer attention to what's happening in their fields and not depend on magic seeds or potions to do the job. Until next week, I'm Bob Bragg.